T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Wow. Wow. Dude. I mean, really? Bro. Seriously. Are you, like, for real? Actually, it's happening. It's actually transpiring. We're back. Don't worry. The Playmakers are here. Yes, we are here to talk about all of the sports today, but mostly, mostly just football because that's what the wow is about. That's what all of the confusion is about. And I was so confused today that I thought the Golden Knights played tomorrow. And so at, like, 2 p.m., I was like, oh. Oh, probably should prepare for this as well. So we do have our mandatory hockey segment, which we will be basically be tap dancing around uh, the Golden Knights as they embark on their east southeast coast road trip today. They have the uh, Washington Capitals this yes. afternoon, mere moments away from puck drop and warm-ups and all that good stuff. It's, it's really amazing when you get to be on the radio while the game's going on. Mm-hmm. I have the dump button ready. Absolutely, because it's a trust fall into into hockey knowledge and just letting it go because uh, it's very rare that I take the guardrails off, but sometimes you have to pretend that you're in the locker room and just see where it goes. But safety net, I'm glad that we have tested that. It is tried and true. Excellent. What's your name again? Hi, I'm Adrian Hernandez. I'm a playmaker. Oh, welcome. Can I say that? Yes, absolutely. You're part of the playmakers. I'm a playmaker. Who are you? I'm Lindsey Brown. I'm also a playmaker. We are playmakers together. We make up this two-person show, and uh, we are here to talk about the sports and the other things, but it is mostly about football today because we just had such an amazing weekend, uh, the divisional round. We're going to go into each and every matchup, including all the ones that you and I got right and the only one of them that we got wrong. We got a lot Adrian, right so But far. specifically what we're talking about uh, in, our, in our can opener here, we're going to be talking about the real, recognizing the real, then the curse of favoritism because I don't know if you noticed, but a lot of people lost at home in the last couple of days. Uh, I, we got to talk about Sean Payton conspiracies because uh, I mostly hate myself. <laughs> Uh, hockey talk, as I mentioned, uh, the greatest win versus the most stinging loss. What our experiences with that have been? Because when you play in the world of sports at any age, most likely you're going to get both sides of the coin. And so we can empathize with Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes today. Uh, and then we're going to be talking about our weekend ranking of ineptitude because there's just too much going on to not mention. I think we forgot to do it last week, and then we said we were going to do it Tuesday, and then we forgot on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So we'll do it today. A super size show on the docket here for the Playmakers. What else would you expect from us at this point? Hopefully a few laughs, uh, a few nuggets of knowledge, and at least a halfway decent time. Right, Adrian? That's all we can hope to provide. Honestly, the one thing I'm I'm have a little bit of trepidation about is mm. I didn't have a gusher snack before the show. Um, that hasn't happened since I've started Uh-oh. with you. Um, so I'm kind We're of. We're gonna rise through the adversity right here. This is We're these are what playmakers that. do. Mm. 
mm-hmm. big players make big plays and big moments, and let's let's do this. I'm, I'm going to tough it out. Well, it's time to open that big old can of corn that you've never eaten, a can of worms. I'm not sure if you've been fishing or a can of whoop-ass. We know that we, you and I have both handed those out, but we like to open our show with a, with a topic or a discussion that uh, needs a little bit more breathing room. So this real recognizing real because players – found another gear this weekend multiple players for multiple reasons but what has to go right for those gears to be found because it's as much of of a of a call to action as the action itself and so competition breeds competence I have all of those cliches ready at our disposal but it really starts and stops with uh the final matchup of the divisional weekend Last night's all-timer, people are saying it's the best playoff game they've ever seen, but we really like to say that that's the best thing we've ever seen. You know, just this week, uh, the Chiefs defeat the Bills 42-36 to in overtime. Uh, the most wild two minutes I've ever seen to, to close out a game. But if you guys didn't notice, as it ended and people kind of converge in the middle, they do the handshakes, get the cameras out and everything, Patrick Mahomes, as his teammates were starting to kind of mob him, he quickly sprinted to the end of the field and found Josh Allen. The you know, first thing he the did as soon as the clock went to zero. The first thing he freaking did. Because, first of all, Patrick has been on the side of, I didn't get the ball in overtime and lost. 2019, this yep. is the Pats. So he knows what it feels to, to be in that moment. But then also, I think it's more of a recognition of what exactly just had transpired. And, and, and Patrick realizing that in that moment, because for all of the greatness that he brought and, and what eventually led his team to victory and all the uh, improvision and everything else. Like, Josh Allen arguably was better, and he still lost. And so he had to to chase him down. He had to basically say, real recognizes real, man. Like, seriously, one of the best games I've ever played. And Patrick said to himself, probably won't forget this for the rest of my life. I think, like, you, we are prisoner of the moment, but that Mm -hmm. was the best NFL game I've ever seen, like, Point blank period, mm-hmm. especially those last two minutes, and it, it's crazy for the Chiefs because it's kind of like this is the worst case scenario for the entire league because I think the Bills brought out something that the Chiefs haven't felt since last year. You know, What's a lot that? of people just the sleepwalking sense of like, no, we're the we're the Chiefs. Someone's over here trying to take what we've earned, what we've done these past three to four years. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, we actually have competition. Like it's these guys again. They've been spending this entire three-year saga coming up with their team and, and getting Josh Allen all these mm-hmm. weapons to defeat us, and we need to, to defend ourselves. And luckily they had to play the game at home. I think the crowd helped them too. Um, it kind of felt like all season, though, that the Chiefs were chasing the identities that they had built for themselves previously. And I feel like last night, and granted, better late than never in the season, it felt finally that, okay, this is a this is a Chiefs thing, but we are a newer version. Like, here's the next chapter of it, right? Because there's the living up to and the living down of your past. And then, it, like you said, what have you done for me lately? Well, this is what I've done for you lately. All of these uh, these doubts that have been cast towards Patrick Mahomes over this last season. And granted, they're, you know, they're damn near a number one seed. They had five losses, but that's more losses than we, we usually associate with that team. And stuff. so everybody has that doubt. Oh, can they be beat? Oh, it, it, uh, can they get Patrick away from what makes him great? And ultimately... Even in best on best, even when you have the the most worthy of challengers, the team that has been built to beat you and that has been building to beat you throughout the entire offseason and season leading up to this moment, couldn't get it done today. Like that's, it's, you know, it puffs up your chest a little bit, right? You're like, that's right. I am Patrick Mahomes the second today too. And I was last year and the year before that, but I am this Patrick Mahomes right now. 
and there's new chapters be written and new surprises. Like I think we get and we take things to, to exactly we take things for granted and we just assume that either magic will happen or that we've seen everything. Like we're we're not surprised by his greatness anymore. And yet I found myself surprised on what both of those players were able to conjure up, but specifically Patrick Mahomes. And when you speak about magic, for, I, the the one play, the the touchdown pass to Pringle, where it was like a play action rollout, but he's like, oh, they're all coming to this side. Let me spin around. As a goalie, you'd appreciate that. He mm. moved his hips. And somehow, like, Houdini found Pringle at the end of the end zone. And it's like, damn. Yeah. There they, there they are again. It's almost like Patrick Mahomes plays better when people are coming for him. 100% he does. Than him just in the pocket. And yes. this season, that's what he's focused on. We need to be patient. Yes. I don't want to get hurt. That's literally the the scouting report I was basically just repeating when I was on BetMGM tonight on Friday night. The, the national show is like, Straight up, you make him play conventionally because he's special. We know that he can create. We know that he can improvise. How about you make him earn it in the pocket and not gain that little extra step and those little extra shoulder shimmies that Josh Allen was passing back and forth. It'd be like, damn, that's a good play. Damn, that's a good throw. Gosh, I'm so good at this. <laughs> right? right? You and, start feeling yourself. And would you t- when you when you get into like this Allen versus Mahomes, uh, I'm happy for Josh Allen that like. He legitimize, in my opinion, like he's at that table, that top tier, yep. and it's it's unquestioned now. Because uh, you know, last year he had a damn near MVP season. The past two games, it is no turnovers, nine touchdowns, no turnovers, no turnovers over a hundred. Hold on, let me let me make yeah, sure yeah, I get, get all your, the correct get your stats. No but the fact that Josh there. Allen won, lost and Jimmy Garoppolo without throwing a touchdown correct. in these past two games. It's insane. And it's I'm a full get spectrum this. experience, the game of football. Yeah, honestly. And I'm going to get those stats uh, coming up here in a second. Oh, here, here it is. Here it is. Josh Allen in the two playoff games, 637 passing yards, nine touchdowns, no interceptions, 138 yards rushing. Jimmy G in two playoff games, 303 yards passing, zero touchdowns, two interceptions, one yard rushing. And yet the Lord's light travels further. Everything it touches is the Lord's land. Apparently. Apparently. Um, and those ver- are gaudy numbers that are, are ridiculous for anyone, even with winning. Like, it, it, it's going to add to that legend of who Josh Allen is in many ways, of a guy, and, and just that offense. Because technically, the offense needed to be the the part of the team that needed to step up yesterday because they had the number one ranked defense. But ultimately, that defense was tired and got taken advantage of tw- down the end of the stretch. You know, that's natural to happen. Ex- exactly. Nuts. Exactly. But in that moment, he did everything he could. Like when he when when they do the coin toss and they're starting to progress down the field and then there's that shot of Josh Allen who's just clearly looking into the abyss. Eyes wide open. We all know the camera shot. Like it's been all over Twitter and stuff. It'll probably be memed. Uh just deadpan. And that's just one of those things where he that moment is a is your own kind of personal snow globe where you know conceptually what's going on, but then you superimpose your own memory into whatever situation you were in when you were doing that million mile stare off. Because there's just your complete everything is out of your control at that point. I have done everything I can up to winning this coin toss, and even called tails never fails, and it failed. No, he said heads. Damn it. I thought he, he said, said tails. heads. No, tails never fails. Mm. Don't ever go with heads. Like, mean, that has to be such a tough place to be. And we're not here to talk about the overtime rule because ultimately this isn't the first time that this has happened and they have plenty of chances to, change, to it. change it. And maybe they should. But 
the day after one of the best playoff games, uh, playoff weekends ever is not the time to discuss it. We just can't like have the nice thing that we've after been that game for it working. to end on the heads and tails. I agree, call? I agree, but we're not going to spend two segments talking about the merits of it because That's ultimately true. we need to highlight about highlight the greatness that was on display yesterday. What and, was your favorite moment of that game? I mean, I think probably the third Davis touchdown. Oh, we're talking about the Bills, right? Yeah. Hey, Lindsay, who the hell's Gabe Davis? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> but the Angel of Gabriel was all up in my grill yesterday. And the I was Angel I couldn't that move that he put on for that third touchdown where literally it, it was like somebody had chopped off the legs. Like it took you took you out right at the knees. It was almost like me coaching in hockey back in the day when you're doing skating drills, except the whole crew is behind you. And if you're smart as a coach, you make sure nobody gets behind you at any point in time because you never know when the bowling ball comes through and guess what you are the pin like literally that's what it looked like because otherwise how does he get so wide open Man through the middle to, right player might need to retire oh that. dude it was so bad it was like that one time when Harden crossed up that one guy yeah. and it was just like you you're just that's gonna be a, a poster yeah. But and it's a moving poster because it's a meme, it's a gif, it's everything. And not only like the move was spectacular on its own, it yeah. was Josh Allen not wanting to throw an interception and throwing the ball so hard. Yes. That he <laughs> got thrown Gabe Davis got thrown out of bounds. Like it was yeah. so like he All fell I on heard the ground. Was, Expose him! Expose him! <laughs> right? Yeah. It was an amazing play. And it, it, to me, like, I can't even – I asked you what your favorite memory was. Like, for me, like, that behind-the-back yeah. pass, other like, the whole two minutes, the whole damn game seemed like a blur. And yeah. it was just like – and you brought up what brings up greatness. To me, it was one of Allen's deep bombs, and Mahomes is like, oh, okay, that's what we're exactly. doing. Because the whole game was like – it felt like it was – it was being tapped or, or capped off where there wasn't that many deep Anything plays. you can do, I can do better. Yeah. That's literally what it is. And they're like, oh, wait a minute. These defenses are tired trying to guard us. Now we can do what we want to do for both teams, which is throw the ball. And, like, Josh Allen, the 60-yard pass that he had where the entire game, the Chiefs had the safeties, like, playing deep, trying to prevent it. Mm-hmm. And Josh Allen's like, how do we beat this? Oh, I'm going to just throw it farther than they can go. And he did. Right. That ball was in the air for two seconds. And that's what I mean. You have to – There, there's so many factors that go into uh, getting to a game that we had last night because there's almost a suspension of self-limitation there. Like you said, the, the defenses are, are expecting this. And it's the same thing with Patrick Mahomes. Like, we expect you to improvise. We expect Travis Kelsey to get this ball. We expect Tyreek Hill to get extra yards after the catch. And yet, no matter what you do, you can't stop it. And so, ultimately – if you are the person who has that trump card, if you're Tyreek, if you're Travis, if you're Patrick, I know that you can't beat me or that if I bring my best and you bring your best, that more than likely I'm going to win out. I really like my chances. And that level of self-belief and, again, suspension of self-limitation, you don't get to that final play that Travis Kelsey essentially wins the game on without it. Because if you haven't done it, the reading about how that kind of transpired, apparently – Kelsey ran a route that wasn't called. He had seen something earlier in the game, and he said, oh, you know what? I'm going to spin inside between these two defenders because everybody's covering the sidelines because, obviously, you're aiming sidelines so we can stop the clock because we'll catch the ball and get out of bounds right away, right? That's, yeah. that's kind of your mentality. It's like, uh-uh. So I'm going to instead 
uh, of of going post and then cutting to the outside. I'm going to go inside. And he was wide open. There was nobody there. That was all improvised. And that was something that he brought to the huddle. And Patrick said, yeah, go do it. Like, you can't have apprehension in that moment. You have to have those reps built, built up and you have to be the prisoner of that moment. Like, yeah. prisoner of the moment sounds like a negative connotation and usually it is. But it's not when you're in that. It, that's when you're truly in a piece of art. Sports was art last night. The we, the, the entire willing weekend. to take chances. No, but specifically this game because yeah. it, like it, we had two games that were extremely low scoring, just kind of defensive slog fest. But I'm talking about this is like you said, what you just did. I now have to go supersede. And what that calls, what what that commands from you as an individual. You have to have the imagination for it, and you have to have the skill for it, and the confidence in yourself to marry the two. And, like, that's huge. And it's the playmakers, Adrian Hernandez here with <laughs> Lindsey Brown, just talking about the craziness that was oh, yeah. uh, the rare, the Super Bowl before the Super Bowl that's probably going to be better than the Super Bowl. Correct. Um, and you talk about like the just just the the trust in your skill. Nothing was more ridiculous in that game than Tyreek Hill having a defender three yards in front of him. Right. And giving him the peace sign. Got a blast. (laughs) Exactly. Mm -hmm. Is it wrong? In my head, I'm like, that might be karma, man. I just had flashbacks of the Super Bowl Well, who did it? Yeah, wasn't it somebody? It was uh, Winfield Jr., of course. Of course. Well, you have to have a certain amount of cockiness when you're playing uh, uh, defensive positions. But we've talked so much about uh, the the Chiefs and Bills game, and obviously that's probably the the biggest piece of our our, our smorgasbord of football today. But also, I want to I want to mention the confidence piece in uh, the same light with Joe Burrow and Evan McPherson, the the kicker for the Bengals too, because that obviously guy. that game it's it's Joe Burrow. He might be making a run for the Lord's light. Like honestly, it's it's a different type of religion that's and being Evan. yeah. But the, <laughs> but that's what I mean is like Burrow gets sacked nine times, and this guy who literally everybody believes in. I didn't believe for uh, for a second that the Bengals weren't going to win that game. I didn't. But then when he says that Evan McPherson comes up to him before that kick and says, I guess we're going to the AFC championship game, you're like, my God. As a rookie. Yeah. He's like, they drafted me as a rookie. Yep. I'm a kicker. This is what I do. Exactly. And guess what? That's what happens. He did it. Exactly. You'd be surprised how many rookie kickers, quarterbacks, coaches, whatever, uh, end up going all the way because they just haven't figured out exactly what they need to be afraid of. But you don't need to be afraid of any part of our show today because we are so, so football heavy, Uh, not just the divisional rounds. We are going to talk about Sean Payton because I have serious conspiracy theories about him. And obviously we'll be talking a little bit about the Golden Knights and their matchup against the Washington Capitals. But it is time for our first break. And on the other side, the curse of favoritism. 1140, the bet. Takes years to make something of your life. One decision can change the course of it forever. And we don't know if that decision is going to be the one that sinks us until we make it. So you better be very, very careful what you choose. Freedom is anything but, Elsa. And every choice has fangs. Do you understand me? You found the Playmakers. Only on 1140 The Bet. Las Vegas. Bring your own fangs here on the Playmakers. Uh, Usually home would be where the heart is, and it's exactly where it gets ripped right out as the Chiefs were the only team to secure victory with home field advantage over the weekend. Adrian, are you surprised? It's just, listen, football 
is insanity. You know, last week, the six games that we had, like, there was no lead changes in any of them. There were blowouts. People were complaining. Should we have this many games and playoff teams? All four games, walk-off winners. What more could you ask for? Not Honestly. very much. Not very much. And uh, when it comes to the home field advantage and being the favorite, I'm starting to wonder, do you even want the bye? Yes. Because I I kind of don't think the bye is anything to write home about because – well, you do get to rest up. And some teams, you know, just depending on how things transpire with their season, maybe it's more of a necessity than a luxury because if you're just banged up or maybe somebody's in a concussion protocol, maybe it's COVID, whatever. There's a bunch of different things. But that doesn't – or that pales in comparison to what I think is an advantage for whatever team is coming to face you, which is coming off a win, coming off a playoff win, and has not been sitting on their ass for a week or, week, or maybe even two weeks just depending on – who you started in your final weeks of your regular season. Or in the case of the Niners who have like been playing to get into the playoffs for the 100%. past six weeks. 100%. Almost Raider-esque in yeah. of what they had to accomplish down the stretch of the regular season in order to get where they are. Um, but ultimately, there were only two teams that had the luxury of the buy, and that were the Titans and the Packers. Um, both offenses don't know if they could have played as their worst selves. Which matchup would you like to start with first in terms of, like, the bigger disappointing favorite? I mean... Packers? Okay, let's start there, shall we? (laughs) All right. So, Aaron Rodgers had zero touchdowns. Really, outside of that first drive, it was completely quiet. And this is a guy who was tooting the horn all week. All season. All season. This is his best year. This is his most favorite year. This is his most equipped year. I could play for this team for forever if this is the team what it is. It's the last dance. But again, outside of that opening drive, the Packers offense was MIA. The San Francisco defense sacked Rodgers five times but kept everybody else pretty close to the chest. And that's why you saw a lot of those passes either going too far away from the hands of the of the outlets especially in the flats of of be that Lazard of of Adams sometimes but sometimes it was just straight up their coverage was too good for anybody to follow that ball and 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 completely collect it there's just no rhythm to the Packers offense whatsoever it was like the Minnesota Vikings NFC championship game against Philadelphia first drive was awesome the rest of it embarrassment and you brought up Adams and Lazard it's funny because I felt like the 49ers mentality was we'll let Adams get what he what he wants and everyone else is going to be shut down and he Adams was the only wide receiver until late into that game um then Lazard finally got a catch like that's insanity they had so many drops yeah and the Buccaneers receiving corpse that was kind of the that's what I mean it it was almost like some people didn't show up ready to play or maybe it's just the weather and you know like to me it's crazy to hear you say like I don't want the bye week just based just based on injuries alone but if there is one division or one team that, like, no, I want them to play in some high-intensity, like, very important games, it would have been the Packers. Uh, no disrespect to your Vikings, but that division, very, right. very easy. Right. It's almost like the, the argument we make about the Golden Knights, at least previously, when the Pacific Division was so light because you're just you're not playing against the most cutthroat competition all year, so it's easy to get a little bit of an inflated sense of self. And ultimately, in the biggest moments when you have to bring your fangs out, you're like, but wait, they're way too dull because I haven't been able to sharpen them all year. Yeah, and I do want to say, like, 
as bad as it sounds that Aaron Rodgers didn't throw a touchdown and the team only had 10 points total. I mean, that's pretty bad. I would say that's if you're the MVP or about to be the MVP, you probably should throw one touchdown. True, but I mean, mm. the weather and the team that he's facing weather and the fact the 49ers didn't score an offensive touchdown. Yeah. They won the game. They didn't score an offensive touchdown. Right, but that's that's the problem. It was the Packers needed to stretch out the game. They needed to make Jimmy keep up. They needed to make the 49ers offense keep up. And the 49ers defense stole away that chance. If that game was going to be kept close, ultimately there was going to be a chance. I even left. I thought the Packers were going to win. So I went to go pick up my groceries. And all of a sudden I check my uh, phone when I get to the parking spot. It says, oh, blocked punt. I'm like, oh, of course. But that's when you leave so little space for breathing room, anything can be that disruptive. Like, it shouldn't come down to that. It, Aaron Rodgers should be able to acquire more breathing room for you. This is a game of inches. Uh-huh. He can't do it all. Mm-hmm. He's not allowed to have – he had a, an okay game in those weather circumstances where his counterpart had a very bad game. Aaron, and it is the it is the divisional round. It is not good enough to play an okay game. You have one Super Bowl. You've been talking all this S all year. And this is this is the most equipped that you have been, and you have everybody on your side in that locker room, and you show up and turn in that. It was an okay game. It was an Adrian. Come on. It was an okay game. The game was thirteen to ten. Yeah, what Baker stats are you be looking MVP for? Conversation. No. Yeah. Uh huh. Same type of level BS that you're what, spouting right what now. What type of like what? I don't understand. This was a low scoring game. Yeah. Put them in the field goal position. The field goal got blocked. A punt got blocked. I've been trying to look it up, and I haven't seen it on Twitter. I want to know the last time those two things, whether in the playoffs or a regular season, has happened before. I just want to know what his excuse is this time. What went wrong for why, him this time? Why are there excuses? What, what, what? There always is with him. Wait a minute. There Hold always on. is. So last week, we came on here, and we made fun of the Cowboys the entire week. Yep. And who was their head coach? Mike McCarthy. Yep. Who's been the head coach? For uh, Aaron Rodgers, most of his career, mm-hmm. Mike McCarthy, you can't, you can't have it both sides. I'm not having it both sides because Mar- Mike McCarthy's on a completely different team. And you know, ultimately, that's Aaron Rodgers' team, even though Matt LaFleur is the one with the head coaching insignia outside of his door. But it's not like this offense is some incredible, like, soup, like it, it's incredible okay. because of him. Mm-hmm. You think Devontae Adams is the wide receiver that he is without Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers We're says find that Devontae Adams is the best player that he's played with. And he only reserved that exact statement for Charles Woodson until this past weekend. Sure. If they, you have the two most explosive people offensively, and you can't get a touchdown? Sorry. Corey Dillon Sorry. Ain't no oh, Corey Dillon. Corey Whoever Dillon. Corey Dillon is, some guy who was working a Culver's drive through until last week. Who David, what's cares? his last name? How do you Bakhtiari. pronounce it? He didn't yeah, play. He hadn't played all season. That didn't seem to affect their record any. Hmm. Easy, easy division. These Another are the playoffs. massive disappointment. You know what? Stephen A. Smith said it this morning, and honestly, I'm kind of with him. He he said he probably won't look at Aaron Rodgers ever again the same. Because That's it's that crazy. it's that big of a disappointment. It's that big of a disappointment. That's it is, though, in give many ways. Give them half of the support that these other quarterbacks that have won have. Like, give them the same type of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a, this is what happens when you call yourself special and how favorite you are. And then when your favoritism brings you out to the point where it singles you out and you're not ready to pay the bills. Not a great place to be. You're putting me in a crazy position. Absolutely. Having to defend Aaron Rodgers. Absolutely. It's, it's a great time. Defend Ryan Tannehill for me because uh, nope. usually the omen of throwing a interception on the first pass attempt of the game 
doesn't spell good things for you going forward. And that was one of three interceptions. So we had an interception on the first throw of the game and then, you know, the turnover that led to the eventual game winner. Yeah, I am not Houdini. I can't defend Ryan Tannehill. Um, to have three interceptions but only two good passes the entire game <laughs> is a crazy stat line. That touchdown to A.J. Brown was beautiful. Sure, uh, that was a great throw. But Unreal throw. That's it. Um, it. To me, like when we talk about Buffalo and we talk about Tennessee, it for years this is going to haunt them. The Titans specifically. This was yes. a year where everything went wrong health-wise for them. So many players were injured. Uh, Derrick Henry, of course, Julio Jones, A.J. Brown. So they And I, you still got it done. Yeah. And to they got number the num- one seed. Number one seed. And Henry comes back the week of. Exactly. They didn't have to play Buffalo. And what happened? He overcomplicated things. He did. Mm-hmm. It, this is Vrabel's, and he ran him 20 times, which yep. is crazy. 20 carries, 62 yards for a 3.1 average. Is that worth disrupting the entire offense for? Because for me, it's not. For me, it's not. But I get it. For Derrick Henry, he's one of those names where it's just like, you have to make that move. Unless you're Mike Grable, you, who's one of the very few guys that could say, you know what? No. Because I'm a former player, and I know how this works. I know how this can, this can transpire. But ultimately... That fourth down conversion that he got stood up on, that he had that little apprehension, that's the, that's the game right there. That's the game right there, or at least the encapsulation. They couldn't win in the trenches. No, no. Because the two-point The conversion. Titans' offense blinked and made mistakes, and the Bengals didn't. Joe Burrow was literally running around the entire time. He got sacked nine times. He's the first quarterback ever to be drafted first overall to win a divisional game within his first two years. Just think, I was just like, how could that be? How could that be? But I was thinking... Well, there's a reason why he was the number one overall pick, wasn't he? Because the Bengals are that were that bad, and so what does it say about their market improvement and then their belief in him as he's getting absolutely chased around the the playground for the whole game, and still? By the way, Zach Taylor, uh, and we're going to get into this later in the week. You might want to, you know, leave a running back or tight end blocking. Just, Maybe, perhaps. Just some help. It seems like nine but Regardless, if, when you have somebody like Jamar Chase, who I think might be uh, what Alvin Kamara was a few years ago, where all of a sudden you have a transcendental skill set, a.k.a. Jamar Chase, I'm the yak master. I get yards after the catch. I'm not, I'm not beat you with my feet and then make a one-handed grab over you over the top. I'm going to go quick slant to the middle in the, just right here, 10 yards down, and then I'm going to get another 40 every damn he, time. He juke two players. Yeah. And that was just his second catch of the game, by and the way. And that's what they build their offense around. Yeah. Is that is screen passes, about, about broken plays, about uh, mistimed things. And ultimately, you can beat any opponent with that as long as you are the ones dictating terms and that you're able to hold in uh, when, when you're the ones getting chased around. Like I said, with, with Joe Burrow, I was so impressed with the way that they were able to uh, weather that game, especially with you had so much momentum going towards the Bengals at times that you can sometimes let that get away from you and all of a sudden you get a little too excitable and it can start shifting kind of how the game yesterday went between the Rams and the Bucks, mm-hmm. right? Because the Rams had such a big lead and then all of a sudden we get one and then I'm like, oh, it's a little uneasy. And then we get another one right away and we're like, wait, our defense is supposed to be really good, aren't they? Like, oh, damn it. Now we're here. Like, I just... The Bengals seem so mature to me, and it, they, they're the least seasoned out of the, the group remaining or the group that was included in the division or, divisional round in general. And I just I think that probably serves them just as much as Jamar Chase's avi- uh, avi- or ability to create after catching the ball. 
I mean, what was it, two, almost 200 yards plus extra yardage after the catch? Ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, his first catch, they were like, you know what? They're, they're, they're shutting you down. You're getting double teamed. Yeah. And, like, legitimately double teamed. Like, two and people on him. it's a lot him. easier to get free right off the line than it is yeah. to stay free all the way down the field, right? So they gave him a bubble screen. Right, just a quick exactly. Pass, I'm going to beat into... you with my quick twitch rather than my, my burning speed. It's just, it's a completely different offensive yards. mindset. And that's why I think this is going to start to change some things. And people are going to start to say, oh, How's Cincinnati running their offense? Let's find a receiver like that. Let's find a let's find somebody who can do that for us because not everybody uses fullbacks just for Kyle Shanahan, but yeah. I know that he does, and so do the Minnesota Vikings. They have this they have similar uh, uh, roster constructions and offenses. So and it's a copycat league, and so but you got to have the right people to run it and the right leaders. And it just seems again. The Titans offense blinked or made mistakes. The Bengals didn't, and that was the story of that game. It was a story of the Packers game in a lot of ways, and that explains why they were both uh, low-scoring affairs. Bye to the number one seeds. Yep. Like, and the I'd Titans. say no thanks. I'd say no thanks to the bye. I would maybe change my uh, regular season strategy down the stretch to maybe avoid a bye, but crazier things have happened. You want them to lose so I'm that they don't? I'm just saying I don't necessarily <laughs> think the bye is all that it's cracked up to be. But we do know what is cracked up to be is the uh, chaos and the drama that follows Sean Payton, still the head coach of the New Orleans Saints, at least for now. We'll get into more about the for now part of that on the other side of the break. 1140 The Bet. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You found the Playmakers, only on 1140 The Bet, Las Vegas. A Mez Cutty Monday here for the Playmakers. If you don't know what a Mez Cutty Monday is, uh, you're not cool. I'm just sorry. <laughs> I mean, we'll fill you in. You're not on the cool kids' uh, table. You're not at the cool kids' table. We're about to invite you because we are those types of friends. Because, Adrian, you're from the greater Cleveland area. I uh, yes, spent sir. about eight months in Columbus, threw up in a few trash cans, and moved on with my life. But oh, before that... Uh, I became a pretty big fan of Kid Cudi, and Kid Cudi hails from 
uh, the land, the land. And so it is one of the things that you and I first bonded over. And so I decided to uh, wave my staff of power here, my hockey gavel, my goalie gavel. And I say, let it be Mez Cuddy Monday. And they said, okay. And since we weren't here last week because of MLK Day, we have to make up for it. Absolutely. And now we've gotten right out of that music. But now is a hugely perfect time to discover all those exclusive music stations that are available to you on the Odyssey app. That's right. Built for music fans by music fans or the other way around. Regardless, we got workout mixes. We got weekend (laughs) playlists. But most of all, most of all, Adrian, this is where you start taking notes. The Hype Master Locker Mix, that's the playlist that I put together. You did. That's the one that I put together. It has bangers. It has shredders. It has let's heave cry into the abyss because the Bills lost. It was the only pick you got wrong out of the whole weekend. We have songs for that. Their playlists are super deep. Prince and Friends, Ed Lovers, Timeless Throwbacks. Okay, Ed. And uh, as I said, I have playlists on there. Paul used to have one. I'm sure it's still there, but you can check it all out right now on the Odyssey app, spelled A-U-D-A-C-Y, brought to you in part by Macy's Geico and Coke Zero Sugar because there's nothing I hate more in my Coke. Then sugar, Adrian. It's just the worst. It's the absolute worst. I don't need sugar this week. It's a crazy week. Yeah. No else is the absolute worst. Like the resident football a hole that is Sean Payton. Ooh, it's a big week for him. It is a big week, and uh, he's stirring the pot. He has timing issues, or maybe the timing isn't an issue. It's of the essence with him because uh, leading up to the divisional weekend, all of a sudden we heard rumblings that oh, Sean Payton may or may not be returning to the New Orleans Saints, and. Say it ain't so. I know. We'd be so sad. Uh, Last couple off seasons, we've heard something similar from him of just kind of this will he, won't he. But uh, there's some moving musical chairs going on in the media landscape. And I'm sure there's a few networks trying to write him a very, very large check. And maybe he wants to take a little bit of a break because I don't know if he can figure out that quarterback situation quick enough. What am I missing with Sean Payton? I don't know. He's definitely a visor and frosted tips. Like, because I don't know why Kevin James needs to make a movie about him and specifically the uh, deflate gate year, you know, when he was suspended for the season because he had fostered an environment with Greg Williams for it with two G's, the defensive coordinator to put bounties on members of, of most teams, but like specifically the Minnesota Vikings and the NFC championship game and Brett Favre. Like we don't, we don't remember. Nobody, nobody talks about this, Adrian. That's why you don't like them. Correct. I hate them for that exact reason. (laughs) I want nothing but failure for new Orleans. And that's why even in the Minneapolis miracle, my one NFL game that I've been to in my life, Adrian, and Peyton was doing the skull chant as they were coming back in that second half. Because remember, they got off to, uh, the Minnesota Vikings got off to a big lead, and then it started slipping away. All of a sudden, Peyton starts doing the skull chant. Oh, look, Case Keenum's got one more play. What could possibly go wrong? It was the greatest moment of my life. It was. I can't blame you. I can't believe oh that's the God. only NFL game you've been yeah, to. Yeah, basically. I'm just confused. Gatekeeping uh, still persists. I'm, it's just crazy to me that Fox is like, hey, 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 leave coaching. We need you to be next to Joe Buck. Here's millions of dollars. I didn't know that he was the next one up. And I don't I, know I, why. I just don't. I, he might not be. But here's the thing. Isn't he signed for another couple years technically I, under I contract? I believe he has three years left. So, whatever that John, means. I'm like, you know what? No one kills two birds with one stone. We could do some uh, pub for the upcoming film, or at least put my name in the Google Fodler. And uh, we could also maybe entertain our alternative future here, because as I said, the quarterback situation is very unclear there. He was actually starting to make some progress with Jameis Winston before he blew out his knee. It was like week six or seven or so or something. Uh, And there's about 
two or three teams that are more overgrown than the New Orleans Saints of just kind of being, well, you're too good to be bad, but you're not good enough to be great. And that's you never want to be stuck in that. Exactly. And so never. that's why he wants to go into a big chair, make a couple more million, and then maybe uh, circle back in a couple years. Oh, that's a nice draft class we're looking at there. Oh, this team might as well go fix them, right? It's, I mean, listen, it, it's kind of crazy that the picture in New Orleans not having Sean Payton be his coach after so many years. But I not remember only, this, a Saints team without having him as a coach. Yeah, honestly. And, um, you know, if Fox or CBS or whatever network wants to pull him to be, be in the chair, they have it. It can happen. Uh, also, like, we live in this world where the Raiders gave John Gruden $100 million, and he was in that chair that Fox wants Sean Payton to be. That's so right. there's these, these wild cards and these so many coaching openings that, like, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if the Raiders. Well, and ultimately, prioritization has changed. Usually we would think, well, if there's an NFL job, there's only 32 of them. How could you give it up? Well, you know, those college jobs don't look so bad, and the stability is pretty uh, pretty improved compared to here. And, uh, you know, then it's college kids, and that's different, too. And NIL rules, sure, we have to redo some of the things there. But for the most part, it's not that different. And then now, well, look at all these different streaming platforms. You know, not everybody that retires that wants to do TV is good at TV, and so – you know, sometimes when you do find someone who's a, a bell at a ball and you want to make sure you get them all, I could get paid another mil and a half on top of my regular salary to do way less work and I'll be home by midnight. When was the last time that happened on a Sunday in December for Sean Payton? I mean, yeah, like there's the I don't know how you could deny yeah. having that TV, TV money, TV contract and just. So, Schedule. so much less stress exactly, and involvement. Because it's not a nine to five. It's it's like that for, for nine months. You get up at three and you probably go do your workout. And then you go and watch film and you practice. And probably during the week, you don't go home a lot. Like you sleep in a couch there. They get you a room set up or something like that. Like Because if, if somebody else is doing that, that means you got it too. Otherwise... Whoever uh, endurance wins, right? Yeah. So I, I think there's a little bit more to the story that with Sean Payton per usual. There's always a little element of sneakiness to him, of mistrust perhaps. God, I hate the Saints. Well, the most important thing when we bring up Sean Payton is remember this Friday on Netflix, January 28th, Home Team comes out starring Kevin James as Sean Payton goes through his life story. Without the Bonnie Gate, where he purposely wanted to injure players and got suspended for a year. Yep, we need to uh, praise him. Why didn't we like rent out a theater and I don't our know. listeners? We could have done it big. We could have watched King of Queens before. Which the team movie. do you hate the most in the NFL? Uh, in general, the Steel- uh, in general, anything for Michigan, the Steelers, Michigan, the Steelers, yeah, the Bulls. I just, it's. I hate the avalanche. I, I, sometimes I, the avalanche. How dare you? Take it back. <laughs> Take it back. Uh, it's honestly, it, it approaches my hatred for Green Bay. Green Bay, it's almost like an apathetic hatred because we know that they're better than us. And that's really annoying because they just got uh, Wi-Fi. Just so, me as a Browns fan. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You're just like. Uh, we know that this is a rivalry for us, but and not you really for just you. Got electricity. Legitimately, I'm like the the prom is at Applebee's there. I mean, that's why it's called Appleton. You know, half the town got conceived there. It's a very special place. And so, uh, Saints, Green Bay, Philadelphia, 
But that's relatively new, and that's mostly because they treated our fans like crap. But to be fair, we did dress up their Rocky statue, and, you know, we kind of deserved it. What happened? This is the NFC Championship game from a couple years ago, and they were, like, literally threatening children with uh, batteries, among other assaulting things. That is how they say hello, so relax. They they threw snowballs at Santa Claus, and then it also means threatening children with bodily harm. So apparently everybody is on the naughty list there. So, yeah. Very Sean Payton philosophy. See, yeah. It, it so all comes I, Sean Payton, like, if he's not with New Orleans, where where does he fit? Like, and if he's taking a break a couple years, it's completely pointless for us to like hypothesize. Well, well based on the offensive system, based on who they have, how about just no, team it's personality? That. It's money. Literally, no, I know that, but I'm just saying, where would what team would you Raiders? Don't even speak. I'm it. saying it's a name. Don't what, even what, speak it from past history with I this organization and it's Las Vegas. I it's might right. have to move. There's there's the there's the Jimmy Garoppolo card. If the Lord asked me to serve and in, in, in what capacity I would hope that he would ask me, I would say, All right, I guess the career has to go by the wayside and then if Sean Payton shows up on the other side of the spectrum, we guys Well, I guess we gotta go somewhere else and perhaps explore a different career opportunity because we cannot be in this town. I thought we'd make you more of a Raiders insider and oh, make, make sure one on one. You want it, you want even more negativity flying out of my mouth towards them? But then again, I didn't I have, have any of the Saints players gotten in trouble this year wait a minute i don't think we have a great track record if we're gonna do the comparison there we got our trebuch our glass trebuchet out again oh you know i, I see mean? what you're oh, i see what you're may, maybe uh, is a market improvement because we can't beggars can't really be choosers right now we can't we don't know how to choose them yeah no and i mean the most important thing for him is the money that we'd offer willingly for you know any any reason that's the name he's won the super Who bowl do you like for we won the super bowl right now that is a very fantastic question. Um, like just off the top of your head, like not even anything that you've read or whatever. Just like where, where's your gut feeling? I want Leslie Frazier, the defense coordinator Hell, for the Bills. Yes, Adrian, let's bring him on down. Yeah, I, I don't want I'll Dable. tell you what. It, culture might be a problem with him, though. It, he was a little bit – you'd have to have the right personalities in the locker room because he, he's not a rah-rah coach guy. At least that's what I gathered when he, he was the head coach for Minnesota for a while. It was but easy if, for the locker room to get kind of taken. But with the pieces that are going to be on the Raiders that they're not going to get rid of, and that are good because this team does have pieces, I think they don't need no rah-rah. They've been through enough. They know what they're That's there for. true. They got to win. That's true. He does have a calmer demeanor. He's yeah. definitely a personality departure away from what John Gruden was, for sure. You know, and, and he'll learn by having to pay, face Patrick Mahomes two times that at the end of the game, if they need to score... Probably don't send four guys coming at him. Let's try to have as many people trying to defend the receivers as possible. Do you think if, so, if Rich Bisaccia isn't the head coach that he remains with the staff, or do you think he departs if he he's not? He has to leave. You, he has yeah, to leave. you almost have to. Well, right? I also feel like he wouldn't want to stay right. because that's like Well, there's odd. the personal thing where you don't want to stay, and then there's also like, well, you have to be worried about allegiances and stuff like that. Yeah, you it get, just you gets get a little guy, messy. His, and yeah, yep. With as messy as this situation has been, you gotta just like get rid of get. He, he's gonna have to leave, and I and I don't believe he's he's gonna be the head coach. No, I don't uh, think so either. I think if that were to, that was gonna happen, we would have gotten that announcement pretty much immediately after. But thankfully, we didn't. And again, it's not about Coach Rich, like honestly, but it's just it's about were you in the building when so and so chose everything? Yes. Well, then sorry, we gotta go. We've talked about this at, at length, uh, Adrian. And so I'm throwing I, it back to you. Though. Yeah. Who do you want as coach? Uh Who's your favorite? 
I don't know. I'd have to think about it because I just literally – I haven't even read any of the coaching list because I just – it's pointless until we hear about it. They're just tweeting out everybody that they interview at this point. But Todd Bowles would be a good start. That's Defense a good call. first. Might be nice. A whole another hour on the other side of the break of the Playmakers, sports, and other things. 11 for the bet. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.